The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us here on Plant Profits. I am Vern Davis, your host. Plant Profits is brought to you by Protus Global, fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. Thank you again for joining us. I am excited about my conversation today. Uh, I have two ladies that I've met almost two years ago. And we'll talk a lot about that based out of a single family home in Belmont, California and distilled in Mexico. They have an amazing product, a fruit infused tequila brand called 21 Seeds was founded by three women who love better for you cocktails. We're all about that. That is so cool. The brand official launched a year ago. And celebrities like Naomi Watts and Jessica Alba have shared their affection for the product on social media. And these ladies are stars. They've been on television, on, you know, different shows. And we'll talk about that. And in the first 12 months of their launch, they've had a lot of publicity. And uh, you guys are going to get a chance to get to know them some. So welcome here, my guest, Kat Hontas, co-founder and CEO and Nicole Hontas Emanuel. So Nicole Emanuel is Kat's sister. She is co-founder and she's the CFO of 21 Seeds. Welcome, ladies. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Thanks for having us. Thanks Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't wait to do this. And, you know, we start talking about doing it and then we moved it like I moved it like five times. And I'm, I'm sorry about that. Schedules got crazy. But uh, so I got two of you. Where's the one? Where is she? She's a, she's acting as a as a teacher. She's got her two little ones, so she is oh. is literally having to homeschool those two. Um, not every you know every everybody's schools uh, have different programs, as as you've probably heard. And so right. you know some have Zoom calls going all day. Other folks don't have that. I have my kids running through right now. Um, it's, it's a little, it's a little crazy. Many of us are juggling many hats, um, but things are going well, right? Like California is setting a good standard. We're, we're flattening the curves. So everyone's doing their part, which is great. And hopefully this will all be over soon. No, that's great. And, and you're right. And, and all we're talking about Sarika Singh, she is uh, a co-founder and the COO of the business and, um, they, they travel in threes. So I just want yeah. you guys to know that. So we're missing one. We're missing. I know it's a bummer not to have her, but she sends her love. Yeah, well, that's great. We'll talk to her. We'll get her for that. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about why this exists. Why are we even talking today? Why did we meet in the first place? So take it from there. Yes. So um, so yeah. So I, I would say like eight, I guess nine years ago now. Okay. I started having night sweats and I was, uh, I went to my, I was like, I was too young to be going through menopause. I went to my doctor and said, what's going on? Like, am I in pre-menopause? Like what's happening? I'm having these night sweats. And he's like, no, no, you're fine. We tested me. Let's see what you're eating and drinking. And at the time I was 
finishing my night with a, a glass or two of wine. So white wine or rosé were my two wines of choice. And okay. I was I was doing that sort of every night. You know, I live for my coffee and my and my cocktail at the end of the evening. It's like I wake up for the coffee. I look forward to that glass or two of wine every night. And um, and he said, there's there's still a lot of organic matter in fermented spirits like wine, beer, you know, That's right. yes. your, your favorite white claw, you know, malted spirits, <laughs> like malted, malted flavored uh, things in a can, um, all of those things. Um, there's still a lot of, of, of organic matter in those that goes away when you move over to distilled. So he's like, you know, because when you distill things, it's you're 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 evaporating off the alcohol, you capture it, and that's what you're drinking, and then the liquid you toss. So, um, you know, so that that made a lot of sense. And he said, I said, well, what do you think I should do? And he's like, just drink Blanco tequila. And I was like, okay, he's a pretty good doctor. He didn't tell me to stop drinking. Um, he's he, he's <laughs> we, a realistic like man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's a realistic man. Um, and so. I, I was sort of like, well, God, I don't really like the taste of Blanco tequila. And he's like, well, that's not my problem. Um, that, that this should solve it. So I, I then, you know, stopped drinking the wine and sure enough, like everything, I felt a hundred percent better. The night sweat stopped. I, I felt amazing. Um, wow. it was, everything was, was great. And so now I was sort of faced with this Blanco tequila, which, you know, again, I didn't, I, if I were drinking Blanco, I, if I were drinking tequila at that time, and mind you, this is like nine years ago, I would likely have it in a margarita. And I wasn't like looking to have a margarita or like a shot of tequila or a glass of tequila or two every night. That felt aggressive. So I thought, what am I going to do, you know, to this, this tequila to make it as drinkable as my wine was? Like to make it as easy to drink, as, like the convenience of just being able to pull it out of the, out of the refrigerator, not have to floss every time, like. I needed it to be easy. I needed it to smell great and fresh and delicious. Not like, you know, I don't love the smell of like just full on tequila out of a bottle. It reminds me of college. And I just wanted something that was like light and yeah, light and fresh and, and only had like a hint of flavor and not like sweet. I think a lot of times when people in the spirits industry think about the female consumer, they think that she wants it just because she doesn't like something that's harsh. She wants it sweet. And that's not the case. We just want it smooth and balanced and like more than just sweet, you know, and we, we don't really want it sweet. And I think in general, the palate has shifted and most people don't want it sweet. So this was, so I thought, okay, what am I going to do to this Blanco to, to accomplish all that? And I like to cook and I just started infusing it. And this was, you know, a long time ago before, you know, Oprah was infusing and, and these people were infusing tequila. Yeah. So it, at the time it was quite revolutionary. And so, and it really did the trick. It totally changed like completely the whole experience of the Blanco. It made it all of those things I needed it to be, you know, it added a hint of flavor and made it smell amazing. It was not sweet, but it was smooth and I could just keep it in my fridge and I would just, you know, take it out of the fridge. It was always chill and ready to go. And I would pour it into a wine glass because I also liked holding a wine glass, like that mm -hmm. whole ritual of holding the glass. Mm -hmm. And I could just, you know, add some ice, club soda, slice of orange, and I was done. And it was lighter because I was now making it into a spritz. So I could like, you know, just use an ounce of it and then this, the, the soda. And I was roughly at the same sort of ABV as wine. So mm -hmm. it was something I could just drink all day. It was like rosé all day the new way. 
And, um, <laughs> and I, and I did that for like for years and years for eight years, nine years. I, I literally just would make this infused tequila. If you came to my house, that's what you were drinking. And over the course of that time, I noticed that a lot of my girlfriends and just even my guy friends who were just cared about fitness and wellness, right. you know, and kind of just drinking cleaner, they were all moving away from wine and beer and they were moving over to tequila. And they, when they got there, they were like, Ooh, it's, you know, kind of, again, those memories of college and they were having my infused tequila at my house. If we were having parties, so I was coming to somebody's house for a party, instead of bringing wine, I'd bring a bottle of infused tequila and they were requesting it. And after, you know, years and many bottles and many requests, I thought maybe there's a business here. And at that there point, you, you know, yeah. Like at that point, you know, this was a, again, two years ago, I, I literally, you know, I was like, okay, how do you start a tequila company? When I met, yeah. when I met you guys, uh, I, so you, you just, been at this for just a handful of months, right? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. We were just getting going and a good mutual friend of ours is like, Oh, you guys talked to Vern. Right. And we loved having that conversation with you, Vern, because it was so informative. And, you know, at that point we were really like still educating ourselves on everything. Like we did not know a thing about spirits, like the industry, none of it. And so anyone who would talk to us, we were so grateful to get on the phone with them. And you spent a lot of time on the phone with us, which we so appreciate. <laughs> well, you know what? I still, Nicole, I'm going to send you an invoice. You know that, you know, what I'm <laughs> so <laughs> you need to do a master class, Vern, do a master class. I keep getting these like feeds on Instagram on like master classes. I'm like, Vern should do a master class. <laughs> <laughs> I probably should. I probably should. But no, that's that's a that's a great story. That is absolutely a great story. And and Nicole, we're gonna bring you into we're gonna take a break. And uh on the other side, we're gonna bring Nicole in. We're gonna see how she roped you in, Nicole, et cetera, and how we got this thing going and 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 dig into it a little bit. And I'm looking looking forward to this. This is Vern Davis. Uh, your host of Plant Profits, fueled by Produce Global People Solutions. We'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put the big celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Himping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. 
It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the 2020 Cannabis Caucus Event Series from March 10th through March 26th. Don't miss this exclusive opportunity for NCIA members to network, learn about regional issues from influential guest speakers, and get the latest news about NCIA's federal policy work and emerging topics. Look for this year's only tour of Cannabis Caucus events coming to Portland, Denver, St. Louis, Detroit, Chicago, Newark, Sacramento, and Los Angeles this March. Stay connected, get informed, and take action to protect our industry and your business. Register now for your complimentary tickets at thecannabisindustry.org slash events. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, welcome back. This is Vern Davis of Plant Profits, your host, Fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. And I'm having fun today. I'm, I'm spending some time with Kat Hontis, who is the co-founder and CEO of 21 Seeds, and Nicole Emanuel, her sister, who is co-founder and CFO of 21 Seeds. And Kat has been just really kind of telling us about how this thing started with her inability to drink wine and um, and she really likes wine. So uh, she created something out of her own kitchen uh, that was um, would hit the mark. Uh, so that's where we were. Now, moving forward, I want to hear a little, Nicole, I want to bring you in. Nicole, where were you during this time? Were you in, in California also, and you were one of those ladies that would come over and drink the, the, uh, the what we now call 21 Seeds, or, or, or were you somewhere else? Yeah, so I basically, me and my sister uh, are very, very close, and so kind of we always lived very close to each other, being green. You know, there is no such thing as uh, family boundaries, so I'm sure... Her husband enjoyed uh, our family going over there a lot more than uh, welcomed. But uh, but she, her tequila, actually, it was called Cat's Tequila. I mean, it was well, so why, that's, What else would you call it at the time? Yeah, I was that, so informal, right? You had to call that it that. I would be putting in my own orders for my own parties because people would be saying, hey, can you make and bring your sister's tequila? And so I would be ordering this <laughs> into the point where it just got, you know, she started looking like, you know, uh, a, a Bevmo in her, in her, uh, in her house. And it just got annoying for, I'm sure everybody. So, um, but we realized that there was a real business here. Wait, wait a minute, and Nicole, I, hold on, hold on, yeah. Nicole. So there's a real business. I got it. But Kat, you had inventory in the house. Yes. Because people were asking me that, you know, like, to Nicole's point, they would say, you know, can you, we got this party coming up. I got a graduation or, or people were literally like no longer drinking wine and beer. And we're like, can you just make me a couple bottles? So I was making them and I'd be like, okay, that's your birthday present. I'm like, okay, that's your Christmas present. I'm like, so I would be making them because I just have to buy, you know, tequila and yeah. use it. So it was like, not cheap. So I'm like, okay, that's your gift for that. That's your housewarming present. Okay. This is what I'm bringing for the party. Like, so so I would, you know, kind of weekly have 
different concoctions that I was bringing to people's houses, depending on what they, you know, what they were looking for. So oh, it was, uh, um, it was like kind of like a lab. Wow, oh, like get I got this it. stuff out of here. I got it. I got <laughs> and it. Heard it uh, got ridiculous to the point where <laughs> for teacher appreciation week, where you were forced to like bring like flowers one day and whatever, yeah. my teachers for my kids were like, can you just bring your sister's tequila instead? I'm like, this is ridiculous. That's it's great. You, out, you outed the teachers. <laughs> got me out of hand. It, it makes a great teacher's gift. It's the, it's the teacher's gift that keeps on giving. Oh, that's, no, that's that's great. But Nicole, go ahead. So, so you were using the tequila, you were a user and you were actually turned out to be a damn distributor. So I was being a gift, a gift distributor, basically, right. my, because everyone knows I can't cook. I'm not like my sister. The only thing I can create is ambiance. So this was a, this was helpful for me to create ambiance by bringing in my sister's tequila and uh, and enjoying the party that way. Um, but it, it got to a point where it started, one, being ridiculous for Kat's household, and two, yeah. it was definitely seemed to be a business. And I believe that behind every Walt Disney, there's a Roy Disney. And so for us, I'm kind of her Roy to... <laughs> to her Walt, right? It's yeah. the sense that she's the dreamer, the one that doesn't see where lines or boundaries define you. And I'm the one that's like, okay, let's make sure that, you know, we don't get in trouble and we do it all right. And we do it all, you know, in a way that really makes sense and speaks to our consumer. So, and that's how we partnered up together. And Sarka, you know, being you need, you need one Stanford engineer, you know, to raise money in Silicon Valley. Um, right, that, that Stanford connection is is it's a dollar sign. I mean, it's it's magic. And that's the biggest way to yeah. raise money in in Silicon Valley, I'll tell you that. But yeah. um, but uh, she obviously spent her whole life in in CPG and um, creating products from concept to shelf. So. You know, with us three kind of having our lanes and being able to run in our lanes, it was really helpful for us mm -hmm. to get it to market as soon as we could. No, that's uh, that's that's a cool story. That's cool. Story. And what's interesting about that, you guys came from this from a, a couple different perspectives. So, so Kat, you were in the movie business, right? That's right, storyteller, which is <laughs> the key to any brand. Yeah, that, that, that exactly. That is exactly. Yeah. Now, your connections in the movie business, has that helped you at, at all in this yeah. arena that you're yeah, in, yeah. 21 Seeds? Yeah, so um, certainly it, it, it definitely has, uh -huh. for sure, for sure, for sure. I would say that um, it's not not just my connections. I think the the connections that we brought to this chapter, right? Like, so this is sort of like the R2.0, you know, the new chapter in our career. And I, and I think that's something that's really cool that's happening with a lot of women right now. Like, you know, you go, mm -hmm. you kind of take time off, you raise the kids for a while, and then you're looking to, you know, you, you have great educations, you have so much to offer. And like, how do you come back into the, into the workforce again? And it, we were very lucky because we brought with us, I mean, like Nicole, you know, had been working the whole way through, um, Sarka sort of on and off. Um, but I had taken a break from the movie business, um, to, to raise the kids. And now okay. I was like going back and I'm sure like my husband's like, 
really a tequila company? That's the second act, you know? So, <laughs> so he was sort of shocked like that of all of them, but I really didn't it was really out of necessity that this company was born because I, I truly needed an alternative to wine. And so not drinking wasn't an option for me. So I'm like, it's just, I have to, otherwise no happy wife, no happy life. Right. So, um, but anyway, but what was great about that was that, you know, we did have these amazing, you know, contacts and that helped us in two ways. One, because it was really important to us to have a lot of female investors on our cap table okay. and that investors who, you know, um, could bring something to the table besides money, you know, just the money. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, this, the, the tequila, the whole concept was like, look, we know her cause we are her and we are building this. Um, our hashtag is hashtag girls call the shots, right? Like it's more than just a tequila company. It was always like part of the lifestyle, right? Like it was really from the Which onset. Which is awesome for a brand. Yeah. Awesome. has always, yeah, it's always been about like, there's another way to drink tequila that just wasn't being addressed in the market, right? Like every tequila that had come on the market in the last, say, you know, in, in all the, in the eight years, like when we took that walk down the tequila aisle, all the tequilas that we were, were seeing on the market, were, which were all in the premium and ultra, ultra premium category, That's they right. were all like, you know, they were being marketed like scotches and whiskeys and like to be sipped and like really in our minds, targeted to like the serious tequila drinker who was, you know, more like the guy who wants to sip it like a scotch. And we were like, huh, there's nothing really here. That's how we're drinking tequila that fits our lifestyle, which is to the, which is like light and like cleaner and easy and, and refreshing. And, you know, just like a spritz, like that whole concept of just like rosé all day done in a different way wasn't being addressed in the tequila aisle at the time. This was two years ago, right? When we set out to do this. And so that was like, you know, we, we really were like trying to, that was our lifestyle. And as part of that, you know, we had, we had created this product for women and first and foremost, right? For um, women now, first and for women first and first foremost. foremost. I yeah, tell you like what, first Kat, and foremost. Kat, I'm, well, we're going to take a break. And then we're going to get into 21 C's. I really want to dive into that and how yeah. it all fits together and, and, and talk about the brand uh, after this break. This is Vern Davis, uh, your host of Plant Profits. Uh, we are going to be back with Kat Hontis and Nicole Emanuel on the other side. Thank you. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take anywhere treat. Plant Profits. I'm Vern Davis, and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protus Global, 
people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. Protis Global. Find Plant Profits now at CannabisRadio.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA free and lead free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 gardens garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit only on cannabisradio.com. Welcome back everyone. This is Vern Davis, plant profits. I am your host fueled by produce global People Solutions. I have with me today two great entrepreneurs, two ladies that uh, is doing some tremendous things with 21 Seeds. Kat Hontas, who is the CEO and co-founder, Nicole Emanuel, co-founder and CFO of 21 Seeds. They are sisters. Um, And uh, we were really having a conversation about how this thing all came about. and, And then we just got started where uh, Nicole and Kat were talking about the woman angle, the female angle to this brand that they just weren't being served by what was happening in a tequila category. And here we are, they've created this brand. It's in the market for a year. Tell us about the launch and tell us about where you are now when it comes to reaching out to your target consumer base. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, so we launched a year ago in California. We live in California. So, and we were fortunate enough to be right away sort of scooped up by um, BevMo and then Total Wine and More and a great gourmet grocer up in the Bay Area called Molly Stones. Mm-hmm. And now we're at Whole Foods in the in Northern California. Um, so I think people immediately saw that there was a need. You know, they understood that, you know, for example, the Kettle Botanicals and Tequila Iowa were doing really well. So they sort of looked at us as the, this sort of a, an equivalent type of offering in the tequila aisle. So, um, and then very quickly, you know, once we got in, you know, we got folks to taste it and, mm-hmm. and once they tasted it, they started buying it. And aside from that, like when we were talking, we had talked a little bit before about our backgrounds and, you know, Nicole had come from the online media uh, uh, landscape. So she was the CFO of Refinery29 which is a, a big online media property, but also focused on on the female consumer. So we had a lot Got of it. insights about her from that. And so for us from the beginning, again, because we really look at the brand, like the lifestyle brand and like, how, how does she drink? Not like what she's drinking, but like, when does she drink? How does she drink? Where does she drink? Like looking at those occasions and like almost like a Pinterest board and like inserting okay. our 21 seeds in those occasions. Um, so we, we have 
online has always been a huge part of what we do. And so, you know, to your point, we've gotten a ton of press. I think people are really interested in the story because we're female founded. We're disrupting in an industry that's predominantly male dominated. So there's a lot to tell. Plus our product, it's an all natural, real fruit infused tequila. So very original offering as well. And it tastes great. So with all of that, sort of armed with all that, we did get a lot of, you know, we got a lot of great press and, and a big influencer sort of reaching to us. And what we realized very quickly is that it was sort of this bigger platform that people were really interested in, especially, sure. um, especially like women, but beyond that. And, and we wanted to be able to like drive them. We, we make a huge effort internally um, to drive folks to be able to buy online. It's always been a big part of our plan. And, and obviously now with where we are in the world, it's an even bigger part of our plan. Um, so, you know, we had really been prepping for this, making um, the user experience on our website, mm-hmm. making the, the ability to find us easy for our, um, our, our girl, wherever she was, right? Like gone are the days where you, she has to go somewhere to find you. You have to find her wherever she mm-hmm. is in all of those places. So, and then once we, you find her, like we think a lot about like how we have to make this experience as easy as Amazon, like buying through Amazon, right? Like it needs to just be so Absolutely. Simple. That's, that's really important. Yeah. And so we, we right away, whenever we onboard with any retailer that has an online presence, we are, put us in touch with that person. Let us talk to that person. Let us send you, you know, communication that you can push out to your users because we want to, we want to be talking to that online user constantly. So we're always looking for opportunities to engage with that online user wherever that person is. Well, that, that is great. To come to our website to do it, you know, yeah. and we leverage, yeah, like, so any piece of, you know, any piece of um, press that we get, like, we, we 360 that. We, we start pushing it out all over the place constantly, and you have to do that as a small brand. Like, you, you absolutely need to do that and um, invest in that. And, and, yeah. we, and we have, and we and you, will continue to do it. Well, I think that's real important. Nicole, uh, why, don't, why don't we talk a little bit about, you know, with what's going on with COVID-19 and, and this whole virus, you know, uh, thing and, and what is it, it's, it's done to the on-premise trade, um, the effect of it has had on your business and the effect that it's had on your online business um, and your retail business. What's going on there, Nicole? Well, I mean, first off, it is just terrifying what's happening out there uh, from a health perspective and we are so supportive of whatever we can do as 21 seeds and just as human beings on how to support that for for people's livelihoods to have been affected by that um, which is just kind of devastating mostly on on premise as well and just you know kind of the you know all the groceries and everybody that they're putting together in order to just make everything and all the supplies last for as many people as possible. So I think what everyone's kind of collectively doing together has been quite amazing to be, you know, supporting the efforts for people that may or may not have been affected from a health perspective of COVID-19. What we're seeing, as you could imagine, is that people are moving from... Um, on-premise to off-premise, right? From buying things from grocery and online, um, given the fact that uh, there's a shelter in place and, and people can't really support uh, the on-premise that 
even though they would really want to. Um, we know that people are allowed, some on-premise brands are being able to send cocktails and uh, with their delivery orders um, in California. But again, that is not where I think predominantly people are shopping to get their their alcohol. And it, and it really has moved towards grocery mm-hmm. and online. Two of our online partners that uh, have that we do quite a bit of business with not only has their um, volume increased uh, since this, but uh, they have really tried to figure out ways to get um, the booze that people are really requiring (laughs) during this crazy time. I mean, have a parent have to homeschool. Let me just tell you that that tequila price, those tequila um, consumptions go up by daily. We just read an article that 42% of San Franciscans are, are, are drinking more during this crisis. So that's, I think that's equated to homeschooling. And, um, and so for online, Yeah, so we have uh, one of our retail partners on the East Coast, Wired for Wine, has been really supportive of trying to get, you know, online orders for 21 seats going out as soon as possible. And then again, uh, their original wine club on the West Coast has been really supportive from online orders trying to get uh, on the West Coast orders out as as fast as possible. So definitely our big uh, retailers that are still... Um, essential to during this shelter in place, like the total wines, the whole foods, the, the BevMo's right now um, from a, from an off-premise perspective. And then the online's from the wired for wine in the original wine club. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's, 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 that's really good insight and good information. And um, your brand is, you know, your brand is going to live because it's, it's going to, uh, it's going to be attractive in the channels in all these channels, you know? So I think that's, uh, that's, that's really good on your part. And I really appreciate what you said earlier, Nicole, about this virus and everybody's got to help everybody during this time. And, and, um, and that's an important, important message. The last thing I want to do is have you guys talk about your flavors real quick and, and, uh, and, and really, uh, kind of uh, let us know what's coming down the line, if you can talk about it, et cetera. Sure. So thanks, Vern. And and yeah, our hearts go out to everybody. So um, uh, that's, 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 that's just struggling right now because um, it's, it's crazy. Um, but hopefully, um, you know, tequila can bring a little levity and, mm-hmm. um, and relief and joy. Um, so to that end, we have three delicious flavors. We have uh, cucumber jalapeno, Valencia orange and grapefruit hibiscus. And um, what I think is so sort of cool about 21 seeds is that, you know, these are infused Blanco tequilas. So you're like, you know, 80% of the way there to making a cocktail, which I think in general, people are still very intimidated by cocktails. Mm -hmm. They find them to be, and that's why people often order like vodka soda, tequila soda, because they think, oh, I don't really like even know what's in some of these other things or what they're called or how to make them. So the beauty of, you know, what we wanted, what we created, again, because I needed it out of necessity and convenience is a big part of that, is that with these, you're like 90, you know, 80% of the way there to making the perfect margarita. All you have to do is like splash a simple splash of lime juice and you're done. And you have a perfect margarita, perfect spicy margarita 
or throw in like some club soda and grapefruit juice and you have a, an amazing Paloma with the grapefruit hibiscus. They're all very easy to use, you know, super user-friendly. No, that's and yet great. You can still, delicious you know, flavors. Yeah. Delicious flavors. you can flavors. still have a cocktail. Absolutely. Our thing, yeah, our favorite thing is to do it as a seed and soda and mm-hmm. garnish it like a gin and tonic. So get creative with the garnishes and especially now with like limited supplies, <laughs> you, you can do a seed and soda and like just go nuts. Take your old, like any fruit that's like getting too old, dehydrate it and put it on as a beautiful garnish. That is great. So, uh, Kat and Nicole, thank you for joining us on Plant Profits today. And uh, Sarka, she needs to to get with it. She needs to show up with these things. Tell her I said that and we'll give her a hard time. She's grading papers right now. (laughs) I know. She's doing doing the most important, most important thing. But I want to thank you all and and stay with me a little bit after the show. Um, Thank you all for joining us. Uh, This is Vern Davis of Plant Profits, Fueled by Produce Global, People Solutions. You can download episodes uh, to find this broadcast and others at Plant Profits by going to CannabisRadio.com or you can subscribe to a show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, anywhere you hunker down and listen to your podcast, you can find Plant Profits. Follow Protus Global through our social networks. We're on all the networks, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, finally, learn more about how we're building companies, how we're changing people's lives at protusglobal.com, P-R-O-T-I-S global.com. And also, look, everyone, go to the website of 21 Seeds at, at www.21seeds.com and learn more about 21 Seeds, the founders, some of the, uh, the Today Show link is out there on there is awesome show. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, Thank you. Cheers. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.